Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Man. You're not ready for this? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this, man. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, where are we, man? We, um, we are at the end. We're at the end. We're at the, we're end. At the end of all things. Ooh, you said it. Part two. Part two. The uh, final part. Yeah. That's it. This is it. This is it. With, like, I gotta say, too, this, like, really cool uh, mega-sized, like, last issue. Where it was, like, it was, like, a good, like, 60 pages, I think, or something. Yeah, it was pretty big. It was pretty heavy. Cool. Yeah. Um, hello, everybody. No, that's it. We're done. That's it. <laughs> Show's <laughs> over. It's great. Show's over. <laughs> uh, go read it. Uh, no, hello, everybody. Welcome to Invincible, Invincible Principle. Principle. Um, Invincible Principle. <laughs> I am Andrew, and as always, I am here with... The Echoing Brennan. <laughs> and we are here to talk about the final Invincible volume in yeah. the comic book series Invincible. Volume 25, The End of All Things, mm-hmm. Part 2. I think, too, that like we, we read this not as the graphic novels when it ended. We, we read it as uh, the single issues. And I remember getting the, like, each, it was like, each issue was like, Part one of twelve yeah. of the end. Part seven of twelve. When it first so came out, yeah, we were we were getting these in singles. We were getting it as yep. it came out, and yeah, like that was. You're, we're counting down, and I think it's like this and The Walking Dead were were ending very closely. We're like Kirkman was kind of wrapping it up on both. Yeah, ends I, I don't remember actually. I remember Walking Dead being around a bit after that, but yeah, yeah definitely not as long as you would think. It's like in my head, weirdly enough, they both those books sort of ended at the same around the same time in my life. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like it's within like a, maybe a, maybe a year of each other. You know, I don't know. But like, your uh, sounds about right. Actually. Yeah. But we, I remember like when they were like, we're announcing the end of Invincible. I was like, you know, I'm pretty ready for this book to end. Like at that point, like I wasn't sick of it by any means, but I kind of was like, I was like, it logically felt like it was approaching either some really big Walking Dead level shakeup. Or like crisis, or like some sort of like ending, you know? Yeah. And so when he announced that, I was like, "This makes sense. This is cool. Okay." Um. Well, like the difference between, especially the difference between the two of them, was that for me, The Walking Dead's ending always kind of came in the left field. Yeah, it always like, felt I like felt there like... was a lot more story there to tell. Where this, um, I felt. Like, it was a good ending because it left you wanting, like, to know more, but also left you satisfied with what was there. Yes. Yeah, like, I, there's a lot of, I noticed a lot of Invincible, there was, it, how do I put this? I, like, I'm a true, like, a, a true hardcore Walking Dead fan from, like, the old days, you know? So, like, for me, I, uh... That was when The Walking Dead ended. 2019? Yeah. Okay, cool. Invincible ended in, like, 2008. 2008? Something like that, yeah. Dude, I graduated in 2007. There's no way Invincible ended in 2008. Uh, it definitely ended, like, years before Walking Dead. It was not 2008. 2008, maybe not. It was not. I will I will. It say, was that was me being facetious. Yeah, I was like, uh, what are you saying, sir? Oh, no, you're right, it was. It was 2018. It feels like so much fun. It seems you always like assume so much I'm wrong. I'm smart. SMRT. No, it's just how it things. feels like a lot longer. We, but I guess that was because we, I think we moved places. I think we changed places oh, okay, a maybe. couple of times around then because of that flood. Yes, our, our place did flood. Yeah, it did. Same before though. I'm like an old school hard walking dead fan. You know, like I love like that's the book that got me into comic books, and uh, yeah. by extension, got me into Invincible through Kirkman. You know, because there was a good chunk of time there he was like yeah. my favorite like wa- like comic book artist or uh, comic book creator writer whatever but like with Walking Dead it, it got to a point where 
the, like the TV show came out and all this other shit, and I was sort of like, oh man, like I was kind of ready for the book to end. Yeah. Like, I was like, is it, you know, I think I, I even kind of was behind a few issues by the time it actually ended with Invincible. I, I was like, man, I really don't want this book to get handed off to somebody. I don't want, I don't want someone else to like handle this story. Like, I felt emotionally connected to Mark Grayson and his journey. Or with The Walking yeah. Dead, I had watched it go from this like cool little like like book that like a lot of like a couple people knew to like everybody else was talking about the fucking thing and there was phone games so I was like alright like yeah, Walking um, Dead spread like a virus and uh, everyone has their own version of The Walking Dead and most people it's the fucking soap opera TV show but anyway that's the talk for another yeah. time but and like no like I, I get where you're coming from like Invincible like I said like unless you want any more but unless you satisfy with what yeah. got yeah, where The Walking Dead, the ending, I felt, I felt like he, I felt like maybe Kirkman it. ended it, just because he wanted to. Like he, he, like, I feel like he probably could have kept going with it, but he was just like, it, it's too big. I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> Here's the ending. Maybe he had like a like a George R. R. Martin problem where like. Yeah. He'd like go check his mail and there was an executive from AMC in his mailbox that was like, Hey, what do you think about that next uh, arc of the book? What you, is it uh, you know what are you, what are you doing with those yeah. zombies? And then like you know, he's like, Alright, and then he goes back inside and he like turns off his TV and it's just like a fucking AMC executive being like, Hey Robert, how you doing? Just wondering if you got anywhere you know. Well at that point they still had him and shit like that, being like, What's the next arc of the book? Yeah. To be fair, at that point when he ended it, they still had bots left to adapt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in my opinion, they still they left a lot to adapt because they went on their own fucking tangents and did their own weird shit. It's weird. Um, scratch, we're mad. It's but again, <laughs> moving back to Invincible, what we're here to talk about. Yeah. The um, final. The final arc. The final book. Yeah. Um, the. It opens where the other one ended, with uh, Nolan just fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, floating apart, floating in pieces in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a great idea for them to keep Eve back because she would, she she's easier to kill in space, and everybody would have been worried about her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's you know great that she was able to like jump into action and go try to save them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you. I, this might this probably wasn't like the first few pages, but I remember it opening on Nolan, um, and like it, it's really cool that she like threw herself out there to go get him. Yeah, she goes all prism armor and shit and hops out. Yeah, real MVP here with Eve. Uh, yeah, just saying for uh, scooping up Nolan, you know, yeah. and then Anessa jumps in to be like, I gotta help out Eve, and then like yeah. there's all these people helping each other. Yeah, and then, like that, that traditionally and the, shouldn't. Yeah. Know? And the whole point of that big battle too is just like the show that like Ursal and all the um, uh, what do you call it? all the Death Smurfs mm-hmm. are just sort of like look at all these people helping each other. It, they're they're all like look at all this yeah. you know and she's like this maybe like maybe our dad sucks <laughs> a lot. Well, this is a pretty <laughs> crazy battle. Like it's like yeah. a pretty huge battle. Like it's like a two page spread. There's I think, so many this. people just taking each other out. Yeah, um, and that's like a good chunk of the of the first issue is like them having this space battle and throughout all of it um we see Ursal fighting and stuff but like because it's a war she's trying to stay alive yeah um but she's also noticing what the others like what the enemies are doing how they fight like how how they fight together yeah and not even how they're fighting but how they're not fighting because like Eve shows up to not start laying into her brother into Ursal's brothers and sisters but to save Nolan yeah and when Somebody throws a Ragnar at her. 
Anissa flies in to help, and, like, she's not aware of the tension between Anissa and Eve, but she's yeah. like, why would a, a full-blooded vulture, might, like my father, go and help this human who, like, yes, has powers, but is about to die? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why does she care yeah. to go, like, to help? And then, like, she's fighting Alan, and Alan sees Nolan all fucked up, and he's like, Nolan, no! Yeah, my friend! And, no. like, fucking, like, knocks her back and then flies off to try to help him as well. Mm -hmm. And, like, Kreese starts kicking her ass, but she, like, yeah. pauses for a moment to watch, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, you're, you're turning your back on somebody who could kill you to go help somebody who is hurt. Like, are you yeah. fucking stupid? Yeah. Um, the big thing while we're on it, I know it's a little farther in the in the issue. I just keep hearing Seth Rogen during this, but I'm like, <laughs> Nolan, my my friend, no. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm I, like, oh god. The last uh, I think it was like two volumes ago when he was all like diabolical and his plan got Oliver killed. I'm just like, yeah. man, whenever we're gonna see that, where's yeah. my Seth fucking Rogen? Swole. I got Oliver killed. It's <laughs> like, oh man. Um, oh Seth Rogen. But um, <laughs> while we're still on like that kind of realm. Uh, we see Anissa and Eve have a very odd, like, like ending to their relationship. A little bit, yeah. It's kind of like Anissa takes uh, the the story bullet, yeah, uh, as it were, the the character bullet, and just sort of like takes the Ragnar slash and like gets them out of there alive. And, and she's like, and I wanna, she's tough from like tip to taint, man. Like, yeah, she's like, I want to just apologize for everything and clear up all these plot holes between us as characters. And she's like, you can yeah. tell Mark you're sorry yourself, and then. And she's basically killed off screen. Like she, you just see her lifeless body with her eyes. Yeah. Like, well, Eve, Eve like bubbles her and starts flying both her and Nolan back to the ship as fast as she can. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of happens off screen and it's not really mentioned. Yeah. But she like gets back onto like in the ship and the medical crew is like, this one's "Oh breathing. no, it's still alive!" And then they just kind of ignore Anissa and we just see Anissa's dead body. Yeah. Like, like staring well, up into nothingness, like, half cut. Like, Marky's mom is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of alludes to that, too, during it. Is that, like... Like, I forget her exact wording, but she's like, you guys are going to find out about Marky and, yeah. you know, tell tell Mark... Like, tell Mark that I'm, I'm not happy with how he did it, but I'm not mad I did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because she got... She had a son. Yeah, she had this great kid. Yeah. You know? Who would... Yeah, pretty like powerful. Yeah, because he's mostly Vulture. He's three fourths Vulture. Yeah, um, strong. But then also like he the uh, like Ursal also sees like Speed Racer and that lizard chick like get blown Space off. Space Racer, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. His Who are like name. they're like you are the man for me. He's like yes, we yeah. are together. I'm like all right, they're he like out. reforms his bike after he gets destroyed. Yeah, and stuff. I thought that was funny. Um and all the while, Mark is fighting Thrag. Mm -hmm. And then there's a point that Ursal sees that kind of turns her. And it, I'm like, holy fucking Christ, that's vicious. Is he just like, he summons his kids. And then he starts using his kids like the Brit does. Yeah. Only they're not as tough as the Brit's kids. Yeah, every time there's a panel of like the, like the Death Smurfs just like exploding. Yeah. the shape of like Mark or someone like, you know, equally tough. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that would be so gruesome to deal with. You know, it's like well, there's people exploding themselves off, like on you, like yeah. holy crap. And to be fair, like they're not all, like they they are, but they're not. Like it's 
the fact that he's full-blooded Vulture and able to swing them hard enough to break them on Mark. Yeah. But, like, in one-on-one combat, they're able to, like, hold their own against yeah. them. Yeah, it's just um, the strength But of, he uh, just starts... Thrag. Yeah, Thrag just starts, like, bursting these... They're, like, mm-hmm. fucking... It's like he's hitting them with a wet pool noodle mm-hmm. that just, like... Or, like, hitting them with, like, water balloons, basically. He's just, like... I, I might be skipping, too, at this point, but, like, I think then Mark just takes it out of, like... He doesn't want anyone to die anymore, and he just, like, basically rushes Thrag, and then they go straight into the sun. Yeah, there's a point where he's, like... I think he knocks. I think he knocks him towards the sun, and then he starts moving away, just being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go kill everybody you love, and then we're gonna come back and finish killing you." Yeah. And that's when, yeah, Mark just like bum rushes him into the sun, he's and like, it's we're like, going "No, to the sun, motherfucker!" Yeah, he's like, "I'm not letting you kill anybody else, even your own children, against me." Mm-hmm. And then Ursal sees this, and she like gets them to end the conflict. She's like, "Guys, like, Dad doesn't give a fuck about us. He's mm-hmm. like literally killing us to hurt them. Yeah. So why are we doing this?" Mm-hmm. And then I love that there's just panels of, like, them, like, some of them have, like, missing arms that they're just, like, holding the stumps of yeah. and shit. It's like, they got messed up. It's like, ooh. Yeah. My notes for that those... part, though, I, my notes for that part are stupid thrag. You're not Brit. You can't use your kids that <laughs> yeah. way. I do like that our soul are, like, basically, like, I think, who is it that says, like, is it Alan? It's like, I need to get your people to, like, stop. And then our soul just, like, looks back and is like, our dad sucks. Everyone quit. All right, let's just... We can't do this, and they all immediately listen to her. They're like, all right, cool. Decimers have resigned. Yeah, well, I think they realize, like, I think they look around and realize that their dad's not there anymore. Yeah, you know. And he didn't, like, call for them to retreat or call for them to help him or anything. Like, he just, he pieced out, essentially. Yeah, he was out. Um, I always thought they were, and I thought that was cool that, like, we see them starting to fight in the sun. Mm-hmm. I do like the whole sun thing, too, because it's like, I think they can't communicate anymore. Or something like that. Uh, the, uh, that's the next issue, um, which we might as well jump to, like, because there's not much else that happens. Like, yeah. Nolan gets back to the ship. There, the med team is working on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ursal gets the Death Smurfs to surrender, so they take, um, so they take them into custody, and they're just like, we see just a couple of pages of like them in manacles being like pushed into the ships. Yeah, and then. It cuts to Mark and Thrag fighting in the sun, um, and that's where they're fighting for the next like issue. Oh yeah, robot showed up. Yeah, that's right. Robot, giant robot at one point. Yeah, he comes to join the fight, and I was like, okay, I guess he's trying to earn some brownie points. But I guess he felt too like he was like, I can't not be a part of the like defense of my planet. You know? Yeah, that's that's basically what he says. He tells Mark like, we're enemies, but like. I, like this would if you guys lose here he's gonna come kill my planet so I have yeah, to so get help I gotta help out yeah and he sent like his the rocket ship he was in turned into a fucking robot yeah. armor and his mask <laughs> just pretty cool but then, like, then we don't see him again yeah clearly he wasn't there too like he just sent the armor yeah I'm not sure actually right I don't remember I feel like he didn't come he didn't go sorry he didn't come himself um I feel like he just sent like a, an armor and then yeah, that's all that really happens. Like, we see, like, and there are a couple of expertly drawn, like, it's because it's just panel after panel, really well-drawn fight scenes from yeah. Brian Otley. It's like, pretty much, yeah, I think, too, it's like when Mark is, he has a big monologue about, like, his his destiny and his place in the universe and, like, everything that's got him to this point and, like, what all that represents. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of monologuing. It's great. I think because, that happens in the second one. Does it? Yeah, because oh, okay. we don't see tons of Mark, like, Mark and Thrag are, like, actively talking back and forth. Because the second volume, which we, or the second issue, which we'll talk about now, 
happens pretty much solely in the sun. Yeah, that's what um, I, that was the big standout from this fight for me. Yeah, it happens all in the sun, and it's like at first they're fighting like a little higher up, so there's all their clothes and stuff are still on, and then Thrag knocks him lower and like burns his back, and that's when his implant or whatever, however they communicate, starts going out. Yeah, and then it just gets like Thrag is talking about how he's like. He's just doing this for revenge. Mm-hmm. Like he, how can you expect me to serve the man who destroyed my planet? Yeah, kind of thing, which I totally get. Um, but maybe don't genocide. Like, yeah, like Thrag's wrong. Yeah, at this point he's he's gone full villain. Like, I mean, he is. Oh, yeah. he's been a full villain for a while, but like he's he's there's no turning back now. Like, and this is definitely like the last big major major Viltrumite fight in all of this book. Yeah. Because like, really after this the Viltrumites are just like, ah, well, you know, we'll talk about and that. And this, this is such a good fight too. Like, that's pretty much all that happens in this book, so this book reads very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's also after a little while, we we get something that we don't get too often, and that's Mark's inner monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we don't, yeah. throughout most of the series, we don't have like, there are moments where we, we get an odd thought from Mark but here it's all inner monologue because they can't... They're so far into the sun um, that A, their clothes are gone, their skin is gone. Is it bad that the entire time during Mark's like big inspiring monologue where he's fighting Thrag, yeah. I just had like Eye of the Tiger playing in my head? <laughs> there are moments where I can't tell which is which, too. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know every motivational like, song you can think of just this guy like, fighting... Yeah, <laughs> fighting his like arch nemesis in a fucking in the sun. Freebird. Um, <laughs> robot sends his suit to help him, um, which is even what saves it his life. Off him at some point. Yeah, that's what saves his life though. Like the suit comes in and wraps around Mark for a short period of time, allowing him to not be getting melted at the same speed of throwing. Yeah. 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 So then, then that melt, when that melts away, it's like he's like, I, it bought me a bit of time. Yeah, and then um, he makes like the whole like. The whole point of his monologue is about how, like, he knows he'll beat Thrag because he's not fighting for, for like, revenge, which mm-hmm. is essentially nothing. Yeah. He's fighting to, like, save his family, his people, his, like, adopt, his home planet, and, like, the future, like, planets that he and the Vultramites could go to and stuff. Like, he's fighting for a future where Thrag is fighting for a past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and... Like, it's, it's a fucking great fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, some of the... Like, this is probably one of, like, the best single issues in the series. Like, it's so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% agree. Yeah. I realized, too, though, is that with Thrag's outfit burning up, that means that the last of Battle Beast is <laughs> up. He's gone. He's is gone! He though? <laughs> is he? Yes. Um, I read the other book. There's no Battle Beast. There is, you didn't. No, no. I, I know what you're talking about, but it's it's an, it's it's just a teaser that goes nowhere. It's nothing. Um. But yeah, like this this issue read really fast for me. Me too. Um, like I sped through it when I read this all last night. Like this yeah. is all really like for the ending of Invincible as a series. It's a very fast read. Yeah, and I found like I found like the whole volume for me mm-hmm. read very quickly. Like I was very surprised because yep. like. These first two issues read quick because they're in front of a lot of fight scenes, not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, which I like. I always like. It's pretty yeah. nice. You know, that's what Invincible should really be, is show me, don't tell me. 
Yeah. You know, actually, it's my one of my issues with Kirkman as a writer in general is that like I love his work. I love most of the time. But sometimes when like I look at there's a character's face and then there's a it's a double page spread and it's just like a giant word bubble. I'm like, yeah. you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Gail Simone with Batgirl had that too. Where I was just like, God, all Babs does is fucking talk. Like, show help me in monologue. Show me her um, acrobatics. <laughs> but yeah, and and there's no ambivalence to this. There's no thrag coming back. Mm. Like it, he's he, it, the fight ends with him being like incinerated in the sun. Like it's we see great. his we see his skeleton. Yeah. Like even though Alan, like we think Mark is gonna, like succumbing as well and going to die as well, but then Alan comes in and saves him. Yep. Yeah. Alan that, just with that dragon in. skin pretty great yeah, yeah he's got scales no I did actually appreciate the like when you really want to kill a character you gotta show the yeah. body in this you showed the body like dissolving there's nothing yeah, left it's of just... he's completely gone yeah he went out like Piccolo and fucking the Saiyan saga <laughs> sorry it's esoteric no one knows what I'm talking about although Dragon Ball Z has a lot of invincible in it well, well vice versa vice versa yeah, yeah sorry um, but yeah no it's and then we uh, we see Crispy Mark Yes. Book. So I remember seeing a still image of this like recently when I was Googling images and I was like, oh yeah. yeah Chris there he is. Um, I'm actually very shocked at myself. I completely forgot about this fight in the sun. Really? This very Northman fight in the sun. Yeah. You fucking casual. Oh, Northman, good movie. Yeah. Deep cut. Uh, to hear us talk <laughs> about cut. the Northman. Uh, yeah. Visit our sister show, Random Cinema, where we did a crossover episode with I Saw That, yeah. uh, all saw about it. the Northmen. With Chris and um, Which is a really good movie. You should go check it out at Random movie. Cinema on all your podcasts. I, I need to buy that movie and keep it in my collection. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good um, but yeah, no. Hey, all right. <laughs> back, <laughs> back to the movie. show. Back to the show. Oh, um, segues are hard. Yeah, I was actually a little. Because I remembered. Most of the panels from the last issue, like the Cory Walker issue. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, what, spoiler alert, Cory Walker comes oh, back. Oh, that's actually, it's funny you bring that up, because like when I was reading all this, I was like, okay, most of what I remember from the end is actually that last issue. Is that last issue, yeah. Because yeah. this sticks with you. Yeah, because the rest of this is just like regular, invisible yeah. bibbidi-bobbidi, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, everything, like, everything from here, or from, well, I guess the next big thing that we talk about, which is Nolan's death. Yes, Nolan. Um, everything from like, like after Nolan's death through to like this Corey, to the last like Cory Walker issue, I'm like this is just all whatever. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I don't really care. It's still good stuff. It's all good stuff. Yeah. It's all just like all right. Like Nolan's heart was damaged, so unfortunately he he can't heal as oh, fast. I call such bullshit on that. I know. Me too. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm like Kirkman that's... just needed a big death. He needed yeah. Nolan to die because he. Oh, no one needs to die for what happens next. Yeah, it's a story thing. It's like no one's like, Drag hurt my. He damaged my heart, and because my heart is damaged, my body can't heal at the same rate. Yeah, so son, I'm dying. I was yeah. like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's that's dumb. Like you're telling me I've that watched Mark could... get ripped in half for fuck's sake. No one's dying because his heart hurts. Yeah, you're telling me that medical that medical super advanced medical science couldn't help with that. Yeah, really fuck cool. off. Exactly. You're that's telling me Adam Eve couldn't help with that. Yeah, fuck off. There's no space pacemaker you can hook this shit up to immediately and just like come on. Yeah, I was definitely calling bullshit on this, but also I have a note to say about Kirk. Alan had his fucking eye ripped out. Yeah. And was fucking like crushed by Voltramites. That's it. I quit the show. I quit the show. I'm like, out. Fuck off. I'm out, Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm <done. laughs> fuck this. It's over. 
I quit the band. I quit, I quit the on band. the last episode, fucker. Cage just quit the band. <laughs> no, I, uh... That was last week. <laughs> I gotta say, though, Kirkman, um... Actually, I finally have a major gripe with Kirkman. Other than the recaps of Invincible. Oh, fuck yeah. Is I it... wish there's one in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, I hated that. Yeah, I knew when it so happened, like, we have one more recap. You yeah. fucking cock. Yeah. Now, is it Kirkman's not great at endings? I've discovered what, Kirk, what Kirkman likes to do, and like light spoiler here, he likes to do time jump and wrap up. Yeah, that's his move. I'm like, you like to jump ahead and wrap things up with little mini stories, and then that's your thing. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't miss. And I was like, and I, I didn't the first time around. I liked it. This time I was like, oh, this feels like how Walking Dead ended. <laughs> I yeah. just I, I still really like the how this ends. I like this ending better than the Walking Dead ending. Yeah, I love I love Walking Dead. I love it. But yeah, the ending for me always just like you said, just feels like yeah, it's abrupt. Like I'm just like, that's it, yeah. that's it. And like what he likes about the ending, I don't like about the ending. I'm like, ah, it's not how it done. Yeah, but whatever. I'm not the writer of Walking Dead. I just love zombie with like <laughs> lore and mythology and film. Uh, back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like Nolan dies. I, like yep. Nolan's dying. He convinces Mark, who is like looks like Frankenstein right now. Yes. Because yes. he's been out of the sun for one day and he's like. Almost like he's like eighty five percent. Yeah, I do like the like Nolan basically says you have to take over, you have to lead our people. Yeah, with like the and teach them what you you know how you you changed me. You know what I mean? Like you're the guy that should you're the guy for yeah. the job. And like I do like how they handle Nolan passing because like it's the same way like a lot of people I think have experienced their parents going. And yeah. like you always worry it'll happen this way too, where like you're in the middle of a conversation, you're not looking at them, you don't notice it's happening, but it's happening. Yeah, and they're gone. You know, and it happens with this. Like Mark, like takes a minute, and he strafes back, and he like paces, and he's talking in his hands a bit, and he looks back at his dad, and his dad's gone. And it's yeah. just like fuck. Yeah, you know, like that. That hurts. That's like I, I got teary eyed, Andrew. I got teary eyed when Nolan died. I got sad. I was like, bye, dad. And then, uh, <laughs> like, I'm not oh. gonna lie. Very conveniently timed that Debbie and Tara walk in at that moment. Yes. Yeah. And everyone has the big family moment where it's like, oh, yeah. he's gone. I felt yeah. the most bad for Debbie, to be honest with you. I was like, after everything, <laughs> after all this, she gets yeah. to be just alone now. And then I, like, I have sucks, a gripe with the. Uh, I noticed something about what he did with Debbie in this that I, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I think I know what you're going to talk about too. Uh, where I'm like, what is she? Just everybody's mom for fuck's sake? Well, no, like not even that. Is like right after this, like um, Nolan passes, and then uh, we see like them comforting each other and then it jumps forward a couple of days and Mark has some hair back and he's healing very very quickly because like, yes. this is literally days later well you can't have um, Invincible in the final issues of the book be some Frankenstein creature yeah. for like appearances sake he's gotta be Mark yeah and like they're I rolling up this. to Earth um, <laughs> and they're getting closer to Earth and um, uh, Eve walks in and he's like, hey, like, we're getting close. Go wake Tara up. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Um, and he has, like, a really lovely moment with Tara uh, where he talks about, like, how, you know, like, your dad is, like, your dad is, like, ahead of you looking back as you're trying to fly past him. He's, yeah. like, giving you advice. And one day you're going to pass him and never see him again, right? Yeah. Uh, which is all very lovely, heart-touching. Um, I, like, loved reading it. I thought it was great. It's That's where touching. I got a little teary. Um but before that, Eve mentions that like Debbie isn't speaking mm-hmm. and hasn't spoken yeah. since Nolan died, 
And then the next time we see Debbie, she's just talking like normal. Yeah, she just her, her <laughs> progression. Oh, sorry, I just spat on you. Her growth as like a oh, ooh, as a character just like off screen gets like oh, she's fine now. Yeah, and I'm like that's uh, yeah. She went. On, she went from like you can tell them being rushing. concerned about her being like oh man, she's still not yeah. talking. To her just being like, we'll be safe in here. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's going wrong. Like, nothing was wrong. I was just like, wow. Like, really? Yeah. Really? And this is what I mean about Kirkman and endings. I've noticed, like, when he's decided he's done. Yeah. When he's like, I would like to end this book. He will, uh, he decides to end stuff, I think, at least 12 to, like, maybe 15 issues before he does this. But you can see in his writing, like, where he wants to just, like, all right, and that. Yeah. And that, I'm like, oh, you cut, like, three issues out. Yeah. You cut, like, a three-issue, like, B story out. Yep. Um, and just did it really quickly. I kind of got that sense because Rex is having a blockade of Earth. Yeah, he still controls the Vulture children. We had to he triggers them to like attack and try to take over we, the well because the ship. He comes running and is like, "Mark, come here, wait!" And I was like, yeah. "Oh, we got one bet, one last big. Come on, what's going yeah. on?" And then it's like, "Oh, so Rex is taking all the Viltrumite children and keeping them hostage on planet Earth, and he's yeah. doing this bait." I mean, which we knew. Yeah, they, he yeah. he took them last volume, um, but now he's blockaded Earth mm-hmm. because they knew he knew that the. That Alan and them were coming. Yep. Um, he also knew though that you know Mark is now Emperor and technically controls the Ultramites, and he's going to use them and would use them to take him out of power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it's not a bad move. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, dude, like, how do you think this was going to end? Yep. Yeah. Um, which also, there's a sort of confusing like exchange between like Robot is using the Viltrum, the OG Viltrumites, uh, as like protection because he has their kids. Yeah. But like. It's very quick. You can see that, like, they're just like biding their time for like the the other the, the new the new age Viltrumites to show up with their fucking ten thousand billion fucking yeah. How many? There, I don't know. There is. There's like there's like a million. Well, we see Mark. Yeah, you know, we to see roll up and just like steamroll robots. Whole fucking shit. Yeah. Well, Mark gets Mark gets through the blockade to Earth by himself. Yeah. Um, because he's Mark, and he goes to see the uh, see the immortal and duplicate, and he like gets that resistance back up. Yeah. And while he's giving a rousing speech, um, Adam Eve and Debbie and Tara who got through the blockade with the uh, Thrag the Desmers the, yeah, the Thrag Viltrumites uh, Ursal and her entire yeah. crew I gotta say Ursal um, has kind of weirdly become for these like for the end of all things arc of all the new characters that like get have some like actually have some like progression Ursal is sort of my favorite for these last two parts I was like of the new characters that don't get a lot of screen time as it were Ursal's cool but she's the only one, only one that survives long yeah. an issue though I know she's the only one that like, gets to have an arc yeah um, in the but last yeah, bit. Everyone Eve gets a, them all to come. Everyone else is a seasoned character that's been around many arcs. Yeah, she's only been around for two. Yeah, you get them all to come. I um, guess the entire thing and like they yeah. touch on what forgiveness means and stuff. Yeah, have you ever? Um, have people ever taught you to forgive? Yeah, Alan, Gamer of Thrones. And then we, jeez, <laughs> they basically like use Eve. Basically, use even and even Mark, I guess, use the Vulturemite the. Desmers, the the Thragmites, whatever we want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, to I call them the Take out the robot, like to take out robots suits oh. and stuff with the new ska band. Desmers. With the others, yeah. And then Monster Girl does a neat trick. But this whole thing, I'm like, this should. It feels like this should have been an arc. Yeah, it's very. It's like very much like it's an one issue, issue. An issue. Yeah, it's one issue basically, right? Yeah. Like we're like, there's like we're we're going for a strike on on robot, and he is conveniently for the story not at the top of his game yeah like he just it's sort of like that's what I was, I was gonna mention this actually like 
I don't like how this all wraps up for Robot. I don't like. I don't really like how it just sort of is like da, 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 he's defeated. Yeah. Like I'm like oh, okay, and then we get this sort of like weird. Like I'm jumping ahead, but like you know, back in the jar kind of symbolic yeah. thing that I don't. Well, we don't have to. Like. We don't even have to jump that hard. Um, obviously, Mark and the there's this rebels gigantic attack fight. them. Yeah, there's yeah, this huge fight. It's between... panels and panels of really well drawn Otley fights. What's his name? And uh, Monster Girl tricks fucking robot the... into revealing which suit is his, and Mark takes him into space. Yeah, Herbert West. What's his name again? B.D. Sinclair. D. Sinclair. Uh, D.A. Sinclair. Yeah, he gets one last show, and I'm like, he has nice. a little mech, yeah, yeah. And we also get uh, we see Donald in like the resistance group of guardians, yeah. being like, I'm like, Donald's back, cool, yeah, maybe happy. Okay, um, best Tiger was there, that was cool, yeah. And it's, it's all like all the ones that you would have Brit's there, you, fucking. You know, you know this is a neat moment between Brit's kid and Tara, where yes, he's like, oh, I'm tough, I'm super tough, and she's like, yeah, well, I have super strength, and yeah. he's like, yeah, so whatever, and then she just clocks him through a wall. And he sticks his head. He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I loved all of that. I loved all of that. By the way, I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, I our boy. Never see him again, though. Yeah, our boy Tech Jacket. Yeah, he's got cool armor. I was like, nice. <laughs> Tech Jacket's been there. Wolfman was, I think, there, but I didn't see him. Uh, yeah, I don't think Wolf. I don't think the Wolf people were there. I think Wolfman's dead. Maybe. I think. I think that's the the secret. Like, like he may have been one of the ones that was killed. Yeah, like I think it's a secret storyline. I don't know. It's like, what happened to Wolfman? It's like, dude, he died. He may have been one of the ones that Robot killed. Yeah, because the Wolf Court were existing as basically like a Black Ops team. For yeah. like, but I think maybe they all got killed. Yeah. And it's like, it, these questions are answered in Guarding the Globe issue 8 or something. I don't yeah. know. Well, maybe. Yeah. We'll be reading it. We will, yeah. Because um, I want to see if there's some Robot rain during but yeah, those there, books. There's um, there's a really, like, Mark takes them into space and they have a, a conversation. And Mark's like, oh, cool. And then just fucking drives his fist through yeah. fucking robots. Well, because they, they also sort of like ex machina find out which one Rudy or Rex is in. Well, Amanda tricks him into doing. Yeah, it, and so into like he's in that one. Himself. So like he grabs it. Yeah, which like, I don't know. It's all right. It, was, it felt very like dinosaur. I make sense. If any, <laughs> um, if anybody could, yeah. it's her. And like he was saying, like, like it was so hard to do what I did to you in the first place. Yeah. Like this is getting really hard. Don't make me have to like kill you because I can and I will. Yeah. And like basically tricks him into like forcing him to do it himself if he's going to. Yeah. I I, I just love the moment where he realizes like she played him to do it. Yeah. He's yeah. just like ah shit, and then Mark just fucking hauls him. <laughs> it's a great read too. Like it's a, it's a great read. I do was, agree with you. It I just hate reads fast. I hate ultimately what happens, which is the next issue starts with um with Mark being like, hey immortal, you should be read you should be leading everybody. Cause yeah. You were Abraham Lincoln. Um, yeah, it just wraps up. It's so like you should nice... take his role in the seat. But hey, we have a we have a present for you, an advisor in this room, a bringing in jar. That's robot, by the way. Yeah, and robot's like, I am okay with this. Yeah, so I'm like until no, they do the time not. jump. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, the fuck, you're not, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they like that kind of is like the end beginning of that ep- that issue. And then the rest of that issue, after they reveal the brain in the jar, yeah. is Mark getting his emperorhood, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is one panel. And then everybody being like, Mark, you need to talk to Marky. Yeah. And then Marky finding out he's an alien. And like... It's pretty cool. Smashing out of his house and going on a typical superpower kid rampage. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I don't know, I, I do like that all that. We just get to see the TLN too where like Marky has like destroyed half of like a downtown area. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is bad. And the cops yeah. keep shooting him and... 
Yeah, the bullets like, are bouncing off. Just like, I don't know what's happening. Adam even market to have this sort of cool like team up moment again. Where they're like, yeah. oh, we gotta help this kid out, you know? Yeah, no, it was a really great. Um, they have a really great little uh, little moment there, and then they take him and put him in the. They put him in the Pentagon, mm-hmm. kind of for safekeeping, yeah. for him to like learn how to control his powers a bit. Um, and then I love that Mark goes to help with the cleanup, and he sees the Mauler twins, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit! Okay, let's hurry yeah. up and get this over with." And they're like, "What? Our nanobots are fixing shit up right now. Like, did you mean fight? We don't do that anymore." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "We got to do everything we want with our science. Robot, help the yeah, world. robot paid for all of our scientific like research, so we don't have to steal for shit." That made me really happy. That yeah, was like, that was oh, great. I like that moment. We got to see he got to see his final nemesis or nemesis, whatever. You know, like because that was his first. That was yeah, his those first were the first people like you know? that gave him a hard time. Man. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? He's like, we've got real jobs and we're happy. He's like, I'm happy. You guys yeah. are happy. Like, we're happy. You're happy, and we're making amends for all our bad deeds. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I cool. like that idea actually. I was like, me. Yeah. And know? then, uh, and I'm then we get a recap. Happy. You too. <laughs> and then we get a recap issue. <sighs> yeah, we do. Yeah, I groaned. Yeah. I, I groaned in the way I was like well oh, yeah, yeah. I will say like everything that happens with Marky like fucking shit up kind of leads everybody down the path that the Veltramites probably shouldn't be yeah. on earth because well, like the kids are starting to come into their powers well you know that like one kid that seems to be good at everything in class you can't have like a million of them on earth making every all the humans feel really really fucking shitty I and then be- also mating with a bunch of humans and making a bunch of super powered dicks like no, I would be more worried about the Nelson Bunces yes. world. Yeah, yes, you know, we'd have your fucking yeah, we'd have rampage. We'd have, your, we'd have rampage on our hands. Ooh, yeah. super um, deep cut. No one will get. No one will get. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, audience. To understand that one, listen to. <laughs> no, not even. Uh, not even. It's a secret episode. Yeah, we Can didn't you, record that. Yeah. No one understands what this is, is happening right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we get um, we get the decision that they need to go off world, which. Eve isn't the happiest with. I don't blame her. She's an Earthling. She'd be like, okay, so Robo's not here anymore and we're gonna leave? Yeah. But, like, she also needs to understand that, like, the extended family she's now a part of, she's the only Earthling. Yeah. The thing is, too, to come back to the theme, too, like, Invincible Principle of this podcast has always, major theme has been about Mark Grayson's privilege as Invincible. He, like, he started out as as a boy superhero and then became, like, you know the, the the strongest protector on earth, and thus would take that kind of responsibility on his shoulders with consistency and trial by error, fuck yeah. up half the time and get the other half right. You know what I mean? Which is very real. You know, I think that his privilege has paid off now in the sense that, yeah, he always was privileged because he came from a royal Viltrumite line. He was always meant really to become the future of the Viltrumite race, and his privilege was granted to him because it was responsibility yeah you know and often that's the the the, the duel of privilege is that you're given privilege because you have responsibility you need to yeah. really understand and i think mark's privilege and his experience has paid off by this point and that he is ready to actually lead these guys yeah well you and know? he also like to speak more on that and and we're gonna we're gonna go more in depth with this i think in next next episode we're gonna go we're gonna thesis. talk about the whole what's your invincible thesis yeah we're gonna talk <laughs> about we're gonna talk about the series as a whole and like our impressions of it and yeah. like our theory of privilege a little bit more in in our next like big wrap-up issue like our next, episode our next um, is, i think our next episode is what are your favorite principles in invincible? yeah and but my my thoughts on privilege and, and his privilege is that it's an ongoing thing and like 
we'll talk about this a little bit more with um, with like the final issue, which we're getting very close to. Yeah, the final um, issue is a game changer. But so it's very mini- much so, and he makes this point to Eve, is that, because Eve's like, I thought we were going to retire to a safe place. And he's like, where is safer than with a Vulturemite army around us at all times? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's fucking fair. Yeah. Like, to convince her and win the fight, he's basically like, all of the Vulturemites that we were, like, running from are now, like, sworn to protect me. Yeah. So there's no safer place in the universe for us to be except right in the middle of them Mm -hmm. where we can do pretty much anything, where we have the privilege to do what we want. Another thing, too, we can say is that this is officially the last... uh, the last mission of the superhero Invincible was fighting in that final war against the Reg. Yeah. And uh, the liberation of Earth. The well, last Mark Racing is Invincible. Anyway. Yeah, Mark Racing is the superhero Invincible's last act as uh, Earth-bound superhero was saving it from the secret oppression of robot. Yeah. And liberating his people. Yeah. Because after this, he is a politician. He, he is an emperor. Yeah. yeah, he's an emperor and he does not fight. Unless he needs to. Yeah. Which I do like the cheeky kind of like him and Alan talk. And he's just like, so, you know, can I always count on you and your people to come to our aid if you need in the galaxy? And he's like, if it endangers Invincible or uh, Invilter my lives, then yes. And they have this like eye squinty like, okay. Yeah. Which alludes to the fact that I have to say something about, uh, before we even reveal what happens with like Alan, I realized I like part one Alan. I like of, of Invincible. I like when he was. You the, like Alan the alien. Yes, I don't yeah. like Al, uh, Alan the the Gamer of Thrones. I yeah. think he's a slimy politician for most of the latter half of the book, and I'm like, uh, I realize yeah. that I could see Alan on, on in the book, and I'd be like, what now? Yeah. You know, where he used to be like, oh, Alan the Alien. Now I'm like, yeah. ugh, Alan sucks. Well, I mean, that's what being in charge of trillions of lives will do to you, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you, don't get me wrong. I think, and that's why I love Seth Rogen as like Alan the Alien, because he has that energy in that yep. first, in the first few meetings, right? He'll keep him Which is why I'm going to be like, man, <laughs> Seth Rogen as like later Alan is going to be fucking weird. Um, Agreed. But yeah, we get... Back to the back to the ordering the of the volumes. Mark, the Coalition of Planets. <laughs> Mark and... Um, Mark is like, yeah... Like, Mark and Immortal and Brain in the Jar are all like, yeah, the Voltroids gotta leave because more and more of these kids are gonna be having these eruptions because they don't know that they're Voltroids. And it's Robot saying it too, where he's like, just the brain being like, yeah, this is a problem. He's gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, we jump to the next issue, which is them like getting ready to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, Ironically, Mark is the only one that stays. Yeah, Marky and uh, Marky and his sister um, are the only ones who stay. And it the issue starts with fucking Mark telling him basically like the same story plus. Yep. And he just recounts the whole fucking series in about four pages. And I was just like, why? The, yeah, the entire like Viltrumite like legacy is told through. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Just in case somebody was a first time listener and didn't know. And yeah, picked up the last volume, you know. picked up the last issue to read for the first one. Right? And just like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just another unnecessary recap that we really didn't yes. need. Kirkman does recaps and endings poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it ends with them leaving. Um, and then there's a slight time jump. Yes. Um, there's a lot of that in this like, final issue. Yeah, but this we see, this is still done by Otley. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's a few years later where Debbie t- is taking Marky, now known as Marcus, yep. um, to get his first costume. Yes. From a familiar cool. tailor. Yeah. 
uh, from fucking Art. From Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but from fucking Art. Yeah, Artie Rosenbaum. Yeah. What's up, my friend? Uh, makes uh, makes Marcus a suit. He has a snooty camera moment too. Exactly like, call like Art. He's like, well, he's pretty busy. Call him. Yeah, he'll want to do this. We'll wait. Yeah. Uh, and he does, man. He shows up and he's like, you know, I did this for your dad. I did this for your grandpa. Yep. And I'm glad to do it for you. Right? It's pretty cool. Um, and it's, you know, it's a quote-unquote modern take on the Invincible suit. Yes. Um, and he goes, we see him going out on his first patrol, which is kind of neat. Kid um, Invincible. And yeah, he helps the Guardians, I guess, singer, the Guardians of the Globe or whatever. I so, yeah. Um, I did like that, where you get to see like all these like current, like current heroes and what they're doing and like, you know... Well, we see Wrath and Vengeance, who yes. are parts, who are members of Guardians of the Gulf, who are kind of like a Ghost Rider type feel. I guess, yeah. Um, maybe like a Ghost Rider cross with the Hulk, and he's freaking out, and like his sister Wrath is trying to calm him down, um, and then Kid Invincible shows up and starts hitting him, and like joins the fight, and they're like, whoa, and then they see what he's doing, and they're like, oh, cool, yeah, let's fucking go. Um, and then... <laughs> The guy like throws up Darkwing. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was cool. It's so funny. Darkwing pops up. He's like, "Oh, what? Is this like, Earth?" Yeah, he's been stuck in that realm for way too long. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's so funny. That was funny. I really liked that. I was like, "Well, he never died." Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then that was like Darkwing's lost in the Darkverse forever. So yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, and then you find out that they uh, that they teach about the Invincible War and shit. Yeah. Because they're like, oh yeah, he was lost in the Invincible War, and Kid Invincible is like, oh yeah, I just learned about that in school. <laughs> I do think it would be actually really cool to be just a regular person that gets to just read about like superhero tales, where you're like, you know, that actually happened. You mean like, like us? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's what it feels like to be in the MCU. <laughs> you're like, what's Captain America doing? Uh, technically, this guy's a war criminal now. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, in my notes, I'm like, really a full ass recap. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we see Marky, um, we see kind of Marcus's <coughs> first adventure, um, it ends with, like, them being like, good job, Invincible, and he's like, no, I'm not quite there yet, mm-hmm. kid Invincible. Yeah. Um. He had to work up to it. Yeah, and actually at the beginning of that part, um, he, he's talking to Debbie, and he's like, I didn't mean to break your fucking tablet, and then he's talking about Tara. Yeah. Which I find they, they do a callback to that later on. Yeah, we see Terrence like he didn't know how strong he was. He's like, yeah. ah. he's not my brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we Except see him totally like is. standing at his grandpa's grave, like Nolan's grave, kind of mm-hmm. talking to him a little bit, then looking up at the stars and being like, "Yeah, my dad's out there fixing the universe." Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next page is fucking. Fugly ass Cory Walker. <laughs> Cory Walker. Don't be talking shit about Walker. No, I know. Honestly, I love Oh, I got something to say about that, though. I know that Cory Walker was the main artist for the first, like, what, two or three books, but, like, yeah, it's Otley's the best. Uh, up until issue eight. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I have, um, like, two books. Because at the back, because I read the, the trade, and you were reading the singles, right? Yeah. The trade, at the end of the trades, they have a few pages of, like, sketchbook stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, um, that's how Corey, I was reading it until the singles was, like, issue 50-something. Yeah, uh, but at the when they get to Corey Walker's art, like, he does a little blurb, and I quoted it. Um, he says that, thanks for, like, the readers for putting up with his, and this is a direct quote, subpar Mark and Eve drawings. 
<laughs> so even he felt like we did. Wow, even Corey Walker himself <laughs> is saying thank you for putting up with my subpar art. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. But yeah, we get. Even he I, knows he sucks. Yeah, I do appreciate though that he came back to do the final issue. Yeah, I yeah. like that. That's pretty cool, and it's fifty-six like pages too. I think. It's pretty chonky, So it's like yeah. a nice little book. It moves really quickly, though. It does, yeah. Because like, I think they cut to, I think Tara also, like... It's just see time her... jump after time jump. Yeah, where Tara becomes, like... I'll just sum that up. But over time, she's, like, an intergalactic environmentalist and uses yeah. her powers to, like, help fix, like, people's systems. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Well, it starts with, also, like... Also, her first hooking up with a boy ever. I thought it was very funny. Was well, like, it starts Whoa. with... Um, it starts with Mark, like, and then leaving. And then each page after that is, like three panels of her at different stages of her life for a little while and it's just like one little snippet of her time it's like her with the really adorable lava pooping dogs yeah yeah uh, and then it's awesome. her being like, like i really lava. know how to fight and i mean like kree will teach you better yeah and then it's like her with a bunch of like other like pets and stuff and being like they had nowhere else to go and then my favorite one is um, her crying in bed. Yeah. And, that like, boy was clearly Mark you. being like, yeah, the boy was beneath me. She's like, yeah, and he was beside me, and he was under yeah, me, behind me, he was and behind me, me, and under me. Like, <laughs> like, that's not what I meant. Yeah, damn it. And then the last, like, kind of panel of that is, like, her being like, yeah, I'm going to join whatever core. Um, I used a fake name so that I wouldn't get preferential treatment for being your daughter. Yeah. And I'm going to go, like, help people, and it's just, like, Checking to make sure water, like all the stuff that we're doing to fix the planets, is actually working. Yeah, the and thing, then I love those couple pages of her like ripping the stuff out of the fucking thing underwater and yeah, like yeah. doing all that shit. It's so fun. When she mentions too about the like, I didn't use our name. It was like, okay, so the Graysons and Mark Grayson is the emperor of the Viltrumites is something that like he's a famous politician. Oh like, yeah, it's of like, course he would be. You know, he's basically a war king. The Vulture are like the most peace. feared culture in like the history of the galaxy, right? Yeah. Or the universe. So they're like, holy shit. Yeah. So of course he'd be well known. Yeah, which is like basically he he took uh, how what do they say to it? It's like I'd rather be this is my own quote that I'm misquoting from someone else that I heard this yeah. from, but like the whole and you know this one, but like I'd rather be a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. It's like Mark basically takes that philosophy into the Viltrumites and saying, like, they could take over any system they wanted, yeah. but he chooses peace. Well, I really enjoy... And chooses, like, patient peace. I really like, enjoy yep. the, uh, the, like, three, the, like, three-page speech he gave about why he doesn't grow a mustache. I loved it. It's so I, like, I loved it, because I was funny. like... That's funny. Because, like, obviously... And logical. Like, yeah. Also, he's like, we're not, we're not having Invincible with that duff, doofy fucking mustache yeah. the last issue of the book. We're already doing Cory Walker's art. We can't just kill him. <laughs> yeah. But we see, like, we see, like, page after page of, like, just time slowly jumping, right? I do um, like that Tara's uh, environment or intergalactic environmentalist outfit is, like, the, the Invincible costume. Yeah, it's, it's a like, homage to the Invincible costume. Cool. I do also like that the new Viltrumites, like, outfits are, like, Invincible colors. Yeah, I love that like, he changes the Viltrum colors to, like, red, to, yeah. like, yellow and blue. Yeah, instead of fascist white. <laughs> instead of red and white, the just, Canadian flag, yeah, whatever, Tommy. <laughs> whatever, dude. Russia? Um, <laughs> but no, and then we also, um... We also Comrade see, question? Fuck you. <laughs> we also find out Eve's ultimate fate, which is... Um, I got a little sad there because I forgot. Yeah. And so when she's like, she's like, you, so you got here on time. Your, your mom doesn't have much time. And they walk in the room and she's just like, Terrible. I was like, is this how Eve fucking dies? And yeah. then like, no, boop, shh, respawn. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I'm essentially 
immortal. And yeah. I can see when they when he does the like radical or whatever he says like, like rad. Cool. Yeah. yeah, rad. You can see the back of his head. He's like, I get hot. I get hot. I get Eve hot forever. Eve forever. Yeah. This um, is great. <laughs> something really big happens before that, though. Yeah, uh, that I kind of forgot the ordering of. Um, the coalition of galaxies falls apart. I forgot about this. They have a war. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Vulturites kind of dismantle it because the Vulturites are helping the lesser planets get better. Yeah. Um, and it's causing other planets, it's causing them to leave the Galactic Coalition. So Alan's like, hey, like, are you going to stop? And he's like, no. So they have a and fucking like, war. And he's like, maybe there shouldn't be a Galactic Coalition. And he's like, oh, yeah. I hate that you said that. And then the next is like them fighting very similar to how the book started and how the Vulturite War went. Yeah. But it ends with Mark and Alan like in the ruins of a building um, and Alan's just being like you're gonna change everything aren't you and he's like yeah because you guys are like stripping poor planets to keep overburdened planets like Telesphere or however the fuck you pronounce it yeah like running and that's a problem and I agree with that well yeah it's cause another thing too is like they, they showed that like Alan became kind of a slimy politician as he got older and I just I don't I, I understand it's good for the story it just sucks yeah. for Alan cause Alan He's a cool character, but you can just tell there was a second Ultramite War with the Coalition of Planets, and it, they were on the wrong side. Yeah, and it was it was yeah. the Vultures that were on the right side that yeah. time. It's yeah. like, oh man, you know, and like also like I I don't like that. That would have been a really cool like like three or four issue. Like, yeah. but no, we get a panel. Yeah. And I'm like, Kirkman, you just wanted to end your fucking book, man. Yeah, um, and then we find out that uh, we find out that Terra didn't fight in that war, and then. We find then I get I got reminded of something that I completely forgot, and that is that um, Ursal and all of her Vulturites would eventually end up not being purple anymore. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Yeah, they all like they have like regular skin, I guess, or like yeah. they have they have their pigmentation thread. changes to more Earth-like normals. Yeah. Yeah. Which also means that Thrag's bloodline essentially got to continue like Genghis Khan. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's Genghis Khan. Yeah. Like that's who that's basically who he represents in Vilture My Lord. He's Genghis Khan. His seed was spread jovially yeah. through many of his of, of the Viltrumites, right? So basically his which and the other thing to jump back to, I think we skipped one where like when Mark goes back to check on uh Marky, Marky has uh, they fight? Uh no, Marky hunts him down. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um and that's after Eve regen regens. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. Um Eve Everything hops around so fucking yeah. much. Eve, um, Eve regens. We find out she regens, and then we get um, a couple of pages of panels of Mark and Eve going from planet to planet, helping. Yeah. Um, and then we get a longer. We get a couple of pages where Tara, who is reconciled with her parents, um, comes into the house, and it's just like fucking wrecked. And Eve's like, "Don't fucking bother. They just stopped." And then we get Mark. Uh, we get Marcus, um, like basically having the same conversation that Mark had with Nolan at one point. Yeah. Um, and Mark's being like, like, I could have killed you. Like, this is, like, how do we come back from this? Like, I worshipped you and that, I worshipped you so much that I started to hate you. Yeah. Because you never came back. And that's, at one point, like, after Debbie died, why would Mark ever go back to her? That's true. I guess yeah. at this point, Debbie's passed on, too. Well, yeah, well, Eve was... Eve died of old age. Yeah, at one so point, Debbie right? would have passed away. So Debbie clearly that's so that's the Debbie, other that's Debbie the other thing I hate. Ending? That's the other thing I hate. The last we see of Debbie is her buying Marcus the suit. We never <laughs> find out anything else from that. My brain just cut right now to Kirkman with like a beer in his hand, just yeah. shaking his fucking out of the scene of the show. Like, <laughs> All you guys did was complain about my fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> 
You just complained about the whole... Fuck you. Oh, recaps, Robert Kirkman doesn't recap. fucking know we exist. He's just gonna send us an email that's like, recaps and a middle finger. <laughs> recap this recap asshole. this asshole. Yeah. I'd love it. I would print that out and frame that I shit. I have a t-shirt of it. I'd be like, that's yeah. pretty recent. Send me that. No, 100%. Your radiator is mad at you. It is. It's gonna start banging too. Yeah, maybe we should. Um, anyway. Oh, 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 special um, episode Patreon. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Marcus and Mark sounds fight. Of our tanks wrapping Ugh. around each other. Uh, Marcus and Mark fight, and like they reconcile, and Mark is like, you know how we get over this? Something we have an abundance of time. Yeah. Does do and we then see, I think do we see that's like the Mark? second last thing that we see. Uh, that's the last we see of Marcus. So Marky, we Marcus, we don't, we never gonna see him growing up. We never, well, he's grown up there because this sure. is like, like probably a century or so later. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. he's like, he he looks kind of like Mark's age through most of Invincible, right? Yeah, like he's yeah. in his, he looks like he's in his like late teens to like twenty. Like he's okay. he's definitely an adult. He basically was the Invincible. We don't see, yeah, we just don't see him yeah. and, like get old. She was, he was the Invincible of Earth for like many many years. He would age slower than Mark. Yeah, actually. Which the thing is too is that I realize is that like. If anyone ever did an offshoot story of Invincible, and they're like, we're doing a new version of Invincible, like issue number one, it would be probably Marky. Yeah, it'd be Marcus, yeah. You know, and it would still be Mark. You know, yep. there'd still be a Debbie. There'd still, you know what I mean? It would, so, like, I feel like Kirkman is weirdly being like, just in case someone wants to write a story, <laughs> there's this one with all this lore. Because, like, all these little vignettes for the end feel like little doorways into, like, standalone yeah. six-issue books for people to be like, oh, I want to write about that. Yeah. About this, you know, like you know, yeah, no, hundred percent. But it is Kirkman just like sliding out like snippets yeah. of like a like when a, a movie from the seventies or eighties ends, and they're like, "Where are they now?" They're like, "Yes, yeah. ended up." You know, like that's. What I used this to is. love that actually, though. I was okay with it, but in this, it feels like that until the very end. Yeah, and then, um, and then we get what I think is a really interesting thing, and that's Tara in an arena. Yep. Um, basically fighting like a championship duel to like because Mark came to this planet hoping to establish peace with them and they're more of a warlike thing and they're this gladiator is quite a bit bigger than than Terra yeah and Terra just fucking lays them up yeah too, no right? problem just boo boo and then their king is like how could you do that she's so tiny and then Mark's like yeah I mean she's really powerful and like hey like we're here for peace man and the king is like peace but, is what I think you're fucking peace and like Swings a sword at him. Tries to be head mark. And it just, like, shatters. Yep. And he's like, what? You're as strong as your champion? He's like, yeah, we're all like this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? It's like, and then there was a very on-the-nose. Yeah, please like, don't kill the me. The whole time, you could have killed me, but instead yeah. you came here and lobbied for peace. What kind of yeah. leader does that? He's like, a good leader. Like, yeah. I feel like it was like, Kirkman. He's like, that's the Vultramite way. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah. It's like, I learned this in film school where it's like, on-the-nose writing can sometimes be a little cringy. And this, I was like, Kirkman's just rushing to the end. Man. Yeah, he wants to wrap this bitch up. And to be fair, man, if you think about the scope of what I, of what I personally believe the timeline is for this, mm-hmm. this is three to four hundred years after he left Earth. Yeah, this is a long time yeah. off, like a long time. So to be fair, there would be full Jeez. generations. There would be multiple generations of planets of Earthlings that would think of the Vulturemite Empire as nothing but virtuous and heroic. Yep. Right, like sure. he literally, he literally changed changed their way, their whole way. Yeah. Um, and the reason I think it was five hundred years is because the very last couple pages that we see, 
is um, Tara chilling chilling at a pool with a little she's pug. Sunbathing, she's sunbathing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what is that? Chilling by the pool with a little fucking sun. With it's a little awesome. fucking dog. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and then Mark and you standing on a terrace overlooking like this awesome sunset. And him kind of chuckling to himself. and No, like Thanos, looking over a happy, quiet galaxy. <laughs> and Yeah, yeah sure. Um, whatever, man. Did it without killing half the <laughs> yeah, population. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, a and grateful like him, galaxy. And, and Eve being like, like what, why are you smiling? Like, what's what's on your mind? A call back like, to you the know, first arc. My dad, my dad said to me what, during our big fight, what would you have in 500 years? Yep. He's like, huh. And that's kind of how it ends, with him kind of looking around. And I'm like, oh, so this yeah. is 500 years later. And he has his immortal wife, his child that he's very happy with, and I'm sure Marcus floating around somewhere yeah, and that he's also happy with. He the galaxy. Yeah. He's, and, a, he's a galactic ruler. And he's the emperor and of the strongest like race of people in yeah. the universe. And the moment he said, you know, well, Dad once said, what do you have in 500 years? The moment that happened, the theme for Full House kicked in. And it was just like, <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere is up. You know, so I was like, wow, man, Mark just Full House... Yeah, yep. but no, like I thought that was I thought that was really great. Like at the end of it, like like Mark said, essentially, like I know he said, like I would have you, mm-hmm. but he means like I would have my family. Yep, and yes. he he does. He has his he has his family. He has his he yeah, has his it. his very happy life. Yeah, yeah. I will say, Invincible is one of my favorite comic books, not for its ending. Yeah, I, I don't mind the ending, but it's not how I. Would ever really end anything, to be honest with you. And this also stands for Walking Dead. This is not how I like to end stuff. Yeah, I don't like time jumps. I don't. I don't like time jumps and mini wrap up vignettes. But I, I think I usually don't enjoy that. Um, I feel like it really worked well for this book. Mm. It was very satisfying for me to see how this all ended. It was yeah. all the stuff after, like, like I said, it was everything after the Thrag fight till um, Cory Walker's art kicked in. I felt was very unnecessary uh, or it was either unnecessary or like unnecessarily rushed yeah I think it's all evenly paced is true I guess I just there's certain I guess there's parts I wish he would have centered more on like Debbie I would like to see how yeah. Debbie wrapped up oh yeah you know, there's but... definitely things that I'm, I wish he would have like he could have done like uh, he could have done like two two panels or a panel where they're back on earth for Debbie's funeral or something. Yeah. yeah it could have been a little square and in that you just have like no even words just Debbie and her deathbed and then like the family around her like that's yeah. all they could have done and I was like, or it cool. could have been Tara's reaction to Debbie's death yeah, yeah you know but like nothing I was like okay she just you know yeah she's dead she's dead that's it like Anissa yeah she did <laughs> that said though still amazing book uh, 10 out of 10 Invincible yeah, oh, is yeah. a great, great, great comic book that was our podcast guys it's over yeah, that was our podcast that's Invincible Fuck off, it's over now <laughs> it's done we're not doing any yeah. more of these yeah. no that's not true um <laughs> We'll be back next week with um, with our kind of wrap up for the comic book, and then yes. and then we're gonna we're gonna do the ancillary stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the specials, the things that would have once been minisodes if time had allowed us to keep them as minisodes. Yes, are now going to be minisodes at the end of our series to Woo. keep us going uh, just for a little pad, while longer. Just to pad that content. Out. Yeah, it's, you know. But yeah, pad that out. Pad that, buddy. But yeah, yeah, this was uh, this was the final volume of Invincible. Yeah, a this great read. Um, I don't have anything else to say about it. Um, Corey Walker, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that. Uh, no, that's about it. I mean, um, 
it was a great final arc. Next time yeah. we get together, we'll be talking about our favorite principles of Invincible. Yeah, we'll be a we'll, wrap up episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about the the entirety of the series and kind of what we took away from it over the last year and a half, two yeah. years. Almost sad it's over. Except yeah. for all those extra episodes. Except right. for all those episodes <laughs> that we're still recording. Uh, please check us out on Invincible Principle Podcast on Instagram as well as on Spotify as well as our sister show, Random Cinema Podcast on Instagram and Spotify as well. When we're talking about movies. Yeah. Our last one before... Uh, Cult uh, films from all of time and space. Yeah. Our last one was uh, a comic book movie actually, 300. Yeah. That's the last one that we talked about. It was a gooder. Yeah, it, it was. I liked it. It was I a fun episode. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for your, uh, that's it for the comic book series Invincible. That's the final volume. That's the end of all things. The end of all things. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye.